hope you're hungry because you're listening to 3M6, your podcast guide to all the eats in the 316. This is your friend David recording in my house, letting you guys know that I sat down with somebody who was very inspired by the Southern food and the Southern food coming from both Italy, but also America. That's right. I've sat down with Jeremy Wade, the owner of Napoli Italian Eatery, as well as Magnolia Cafe. But first, before we head to that interview, I want to remind you guys about Central Market Wine and Spirits, uh, the corner of Central and Oliver. We love their alcohols. They've got some great options over there. There's a beer cave. There's a wine and seltzer cave. So many great things going on over at Central Market Wine and Spirits. So head on over. Tell them we sent you. Say the Wichita Podcast says hello. Also, check out wichitarewards.com. wichitarewards.com, they've got all sorts of great things out there for you to save money on. Whether it be food or magic or different types of entertainment, you can check them out. Go on their website, wichitarewards.com, pretty self-explanatory. Check out all the different uh, things they have, all the different savings, and you can see how quickly these savings will add up and really, really earn you some money back. So, go to uh, rewards.com get yourself a card. It is $20, but if you do Wichita Podcast at checkout, you get it for $15. Trust me, you are going to make up $15 uh, very quickly. So yeah, we sat down today with Jeremy Wade. He's the owner of both Napoli and Magnolia Cafe. We had a really great time, and by we, I mean me. Had a really great time talking to him about all things Italian food, Southern brunch, shopping local, supporting local, uh, making these foods from scratch. I mean, they really put together a fantastic product at both of these options. So I hope you guys enjoy the podcast, and I'll talk to you at the end. All right, everyone, we are down here at Napoli Italian Eatery on 7718 East 37th Street North. That's uh, building number 500 or Suite 500, I guess. I am here with Jeremy Wade. Hello. How are you? How are you doing? I'm doing well. Doing well. Thanks for meeting with me today. Uh, you are the owner of Napoli. Yes, sir. And also Magnolia Cafe, which is over on 2424 North Woodlawn Boulevard, number 111. So we are here. It's a hot day in Wichita. Glad but to be inside. Glad to be inside. <laughs> so happy to be here. Uh, I got a nice cold water next to me to keep me going. So why don't we just start off? Tell me a little bit about yourself, um, your ties for Wichita. Uh, you know, did you grow up here and how did you kind of end up here? Okay, I kind of uh, grew up outside of Wichita in the Sedgwick and Halstead area, and family's always been from Wichita. Um, I went to school out in western Kansas, and, and my roommate in college there was from Detroit. And so after a year, I, I went back to Detroit with him and kind of had to have a job. So, sure. you know, I, you know, there was a really well-known chef had a restaurant right behind our apartment. So I started working for him and, and seeing the dynamic of uh, all these chefs. And it was a, re- a really big culinary driven area. Right. And so, you know, he used to do radio shows and it was very intriguing to me because I'd never seen anything like that in, in Wichita. You know, when I grew up, that just wasn't a thing. And right. so... Uh, learning about food, and I just learned a ton and, 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 and a great respect for food and, and how to uh, use it properly. So. I like it. And so you ended up coming back to Wichita at some point, I assume? Yeah, I was, I was, I was working my tail off up there, not making a lot of money. And I thought, <laughs> you know, I need, to, I need to, my dream had been open a restaurant. And I thought, you know, the quickest way to that was to come back and get my business degree, okay. um, which I did. And, and I 
halfway, you know, through that, I was working at Cibola at the time in Bradley Fair, and the right. chef there left, and they offered me a chef position. Well, I was 27 years old, and you know, it was it was a lot of money staring me in the face, and I said, well, let's let's do it, let's go for it. There we so. go. So you're at Cibola, um, and then I think I know from what I've read a little bit about you, but you kind of hopped around preparing to to eventually open this place. But tell us a little bit about kind of the places you worked at to get us here. Uh, after Cibola, I worked at Uptown Bistro downtown with George Youssef, who now owns Chester's and George's. Right. Uh, worked with him for four years. Uh, I did two stints at Yaya's. Um, I helped Lakeside Club open. I worked there for a couple of years. Worked at Sienna Tuscan Steakhouse. Uh, did my own catering thing for a while. Right. Uh, and most recently, before opening this, I was back at Yaya's and during the pandemic and and that's kind of how this place came about was that you know we were shut down for a while and my wife and I lived close by and you know we were looking actually at at a little place over on 45th and Woodlawn it used to be a sub shop and and it just needed a lot of work and, yeah. and the guy showing me the property was like you know I think this space over here is more suited to you what you want to do right and it's just been perfect so good good and were you also at the candle club for a while yep did okay. candle club for a while which is where i met my wife okay courtney so. we're big candle club people in my family we've done an episode on the wichita podcast about candle club and so we're i'm a big candle club homer yeah, so i, I love, when i saw that i was yeah. like perfect we actually had it for dinner last night <laughs> the few the few the few nights we get to escape early we'll go over there and have a drink what is it about Wichita that you think makes it such a special city, especially when it comes to the food industry? Well, Wichita has always been, you know, if not the top uh, in per capita restaurants. And I think part of that is is maybe a little bit to do with, uh, you know, dining is a form of entertainment and going sure. out. And, and I think that's one of the big entertainment things in the city. And so... Um, I think it's come a long way in the last 10 years in, in regards to local vendors and yeah. and local suppliers and that sort of thing. I mean, you look at Kansas and my gosh, you'd think we'd have a plethora of, you know, farm to table restaurants right. and things like that, but it's just now kind of starting to get there. So. Sure. Yeah. I remember growing up, we had a lot of restaurants per capita, but a lot of it was chains Yeah, and yeah. it's definitely changed a lot, which is kind of inspired. Well, it was Why a we're big here today. test market, yeah. I think, for a while. I think for that's a lot right, of yeah. Corporations, so. Yeah. Well, you know, we like to eat. <laughs> we like to eat here, yes. <laughs> so let's start with Napoli. We're obviously here right now. Tell me a little bit about how you chose the idea for this restaurant and why uh, food from Naples specifically. I, I don't know that Naples was a specific inspiration. Um, I do like, to me, Southern Italian is kind of the quintessential Italian to okay. me. And when, when Americans think of Italian food, those are the things they're thinking of, ragus and things like that. Right. Uh, you know, Rome and South. But um, I just really felt like Wichita really needed a, a, an elevated Italian food experience. Um, you know, so many of the places I worked at, Siena Tuscan was really great. Um, we did all our fresh pasta there, and that was kind of what... I've always loved Italian food. So when I travel, I tend to gravitate towards Italian food because we never could get it here. Right, You know, and sure. so that's kind of what lent me to that right now your website states that you work with several local farmers ranchers millers and artisans you kind of talked about earlier how uh the farm to table the local sourcing isn't really or wasn't really popular but tell us a little bit about what you guys do here with that mm -hmm. well i started you know this 20 years ago at cibola when most of my menu was farm to table. I mean, we were using local ostrich and pork and mm. beef and duck and 
Um, and I had developed a good relationship with a man named Frank Reese who owns the Good Shepherd Poultry Institute in Lindsberg. Okay. He's world famous. I mean, he's known for his heritage breeds of, of turkeys and ducks and geese. And, and so that was kind of my first foray into that and learning about that. Now, most of the restaurants I haven't used, you know, a ton of it, but we, we kind of implement it where we can. Right. Um, and I've used local, you know, produce purveyors for the last 20, 21 years. So I've developed good relationships with Pat Randless at Homegrown Kansas. Okay. Uh, Firefly Farms. There's several around. There's there's almost so many here. Right. Can't use them all. So right. Uh, is there anything specific here at Napoli that when people come they can expect to find that is that's from you know this place down in Lindsberg or that's from wherever? Yeah, we we usually have the servers notate where we're getting our local produce, and then we also have a couple acres way out west that my partner has you know kind of granted us permission to use, and we grow. All our own San Marzano tomatoes. We grow some Calabrian chilies, tons of basil. I mean, (laughs) it's it's starting to pile up. I mean, we'll get 10 to 20 pounds of basil a week. I think we've got 150 basil plants and almost 200 tomato plants. Very cool. So when it starts coming in, it starts coming in by the wheelbarrow. So it's just nice. It's nice. Yeah. Probably keeps you nice and busy. Gives you something to do. Gives you something to do, especially in this hot weather. (laughs) (laughs) Um now, in your opinion, why do you think it's important to support local? Well, I mean, simply put, those those people, they're local, they support you. you right. Know, you, you try to support everyone, and, and even if it's not in a food business, you know, you're, you, I'm going to support someone who comes in and dines at my restaurant if they sell, you know, health insurance or car insurance or right. whatever it might be. You know, I tend to kind of, you know, want to pay it back. And, sure. And so that's uh, how I look at it. It's a community. You know, yeah. we all support each other. So Absolutely. Now, this next joke I'm about to make, if my co-host Andrew is here, he's unfortunately under the weather today. He, he would die laughing, but I'm going to make it anyway. Hopefully you find it funny. Uh, I want to talk about your nudes. Can you tell me about your guys' <laughs> yeah, your guys's handmade pastas you have here? I appreciate the laughter. <laughs> Noodles, yes. Um, you, know, I, you know, all the restaurants I worked at, you know, until the last four or five years, you know, was when we started making fresh pasta. And... And there's such a different to the to the bite and the chew of it when it's it's just totally it's a totally better experience. Sure, um, absolutely. You can taste the freshness. Um, and I was so tired of seeing you know restaurants buy dried pasta, cook it off, and you know be overcooked or soggy. It's never al dente. It's just it's just not great, right. you know. And and so I knew that that was one of the big things we wanted to do here, and what was going to set us apart. As a patron, I would agree it does. My wife is obsessed with being, you know, coming here. Um, pretty much any time we have a fancy anything we want to come, we come here. Uh, and she told me, I mean, it's 2.15 on a Tuesday. She said, so uh, what are you bringing me home? <laughs> I said, I, uh, well, <laughs> I'll figure out something. We I'll already have food. a couple pounds of uh, fresh pasta there. Yeah, well, I mean, speaking of, I mean, so you guys sell your fresh pasta as well to go? Is that? Yeah, we do. We don't, we don't market it probably as much as we should, but, okay. yeah, we're always – willing to sell i plan on buying a little as i walk out today because well she asked me to <laughs> hopefully long term we can sell some sauces and some pastas yeah. and just do a kind of a little small retail niche that'd be cool um now are you guys this is a question i did not have on my list but now i'm thinking of it is napoli the first restaurant after what used to be here was fetch right mm-hmm. 
Are you guys the first one? Yes. Then okay. Yeah. Was there a lot that you had to do uh, to change the aesthetic from a dog place to an Italian eatery? Yeah, I mean, we we, we put some hours in, um, and in wholesale, it's it it wouldn't appear that there was that much work, but there was so much stuff on the walls and <laughs> holes, and we had to patch. And <clears throat> I mean, we got the keys. I think the day after Labor Day in twenty. Okay. And we were open October 20th. So we were in here almost every day for eight to 10 hours a day, you know, cleaning, scraping, painting, you know, putting things together and putting our touches on it. So, yeah. And, and that kind of actually leads me to uh, another question that I have later, but I'm going to ask it now. You guys opened in the middle of COVID. Mm-hmm. How did that affect everything? I mean, that's got to be obviously a scary thing to walk into. You know, I, I I was never really nervous about it because I felt really confident in the concept. Um, I also knew that Wichita was, uh, you know, not as locked down as some other places. I probably never would have considered it any other city. Right. Um, but I felt really comfortable. Well, I shouldn't say really comfortable, but I felt comfortable enough that... I thought we can make it based upon the concept, the quality of the food, the location. My name attached to it certainly helps. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, October. It was a brave risk. It was. It was. <laughs> and it seems to be paying off. October of 2020, we were definitely a little more, I guess, further progressed than other cities with being back open. Well, um, when we when we were looking at the space was in probably June, July of 20. Okay. And that in the summer, there was a lot of talk about it dying down sure. away. And so that was what I was hoping. You were hyped. That was not the case. Yeah. Um, but we carried through. And I think that's, uh, uh, you know, really like to shout out to Wichita for sure. you know, supporting us and, and, and getting us started. Thank you, Wichita. If you're listening and you're in Wichita, thank you. Come thank on down you. to Napoli. Um, we were here on our first wedding anniversary in January of 21. My wife and I came right after we had our first baby. So okay. this was actually our first, I think, night out was for our anniversary. Cool. Thank and you. so we came here and we fell in love. Um, now, you guys have wine on tap here. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever seen that in Wichita. Maybe anywhere, really. I don't know if Jenny Don does that now that I'm saying that. But tell me what kind of where that idea came from and, and why you chose it. Well, the, when we took over the space, it had a lot of uh, tap lines run already. Um, that's a very expensive to do. Right. So luckily, I didn't have to do that. But I wanted to use those, and, and but I didn't want to do beer. Sure. You know, I didn't want to do 10 different beers on tap. It's not in an Italian place. You know, I have Peroni on tap. That's it. And the rest is we make our own limoncello and keg it, mm. put it on tap. We make our own sangria, tap it. Then we've got, <clears throat> you know, I, I would say probably in the last 5, 10 years, more wine and keg has become available. Sure. And and the quality of the wine has increased every year. I mean, I've got an Italian Barbera in a keg on tap that I'm not sure you could have seen that three or four years ago. Right, but right. the availability and variety is much better, and it just fit our theme so much better. I mean, it's, it's, it's great wine. It's cost-effective. Uh, you know, we also do some stuff by the glass, but I, I just felt like that was a great tie-in. Yeah. And... I've had you guys sangria. I don't think I've had the limoncello, so that'll be on my next visit. Um, do you guys have any local wines that are on tap that people can find? Or I don't. I try to stick more to Italian. Local to Italy? Yeah. <laughs> Fair. That's fine. So tell us, do you guys have kind of some good happy hours or daily specials that people can look forward to? 
We do Monday through Thursday, four to six p.m. We do a happy hour. We we do five dollar all of our wines on tap, or five dollars a glass. That's oh, every uh, day. Yep. Oh, I thought it was just on Wednesdays. No, that's that's Monday through Thursday, four to oh. six. And Wednesday is a big day because it's five dollar glasses of wine all day. Oh, so I got daily it. Daily we do have some specials. Like Mondays are twenty dollar crafts of wine. Okay. Teeny Tuesdays five dollar martinis. Wednesdays the five dollar glasses of any of our tap wines. Uh, Thursdays, $4 wells and, and Peroni draft discounts. So. Got it. Well, I will post all of that on uh, the corresponding blog for this podcast. And uh, if you guys are listening on the day that this came out, it's a Wednesday. So, I mean, it's all day $5 pours. You might find me here uh, on that Wednesday. I don't know okay. what I'm doing next Wednesday, but I might be here. <laughs> Having a glass of wine, it sounds That's like. That's possibly. Maybe a couple. All right, let's move over to your newest place, Magnolia Cafe. Um, That is, I said earlier, 2424 North Woodlawn Boulevard. Uh, You guys have been there how long now? So we opened around just after Mother's Day this year. So a couple months we've been open. Um, We went the other day and it was packed. Um, And it's so it's kind of like a southern brunch inspired. You like southern things. I'm I'm seeing. Tell me kind of how you came up with this idea. Uh, Well, two things, you know, my my mom was was born in Alabama and we kind of, you know, not to the extent that we do southern food, but there were some influences uh, growing up. And and one of my dad, when he was still alive, one of his favorite places was the old Magnolia Cafe. Right. And, you know, I I really love the name. Um, although I didn't want to do just strictly Cajun Creole food. Is that you know, what it was? I, so I'm unfamiliar with it. It was mostly Cajun food. Okay. And, and, and it was a great, it was a very popular place back in the day. It was my dad's favorite place. And he was always saying, man, you should reopen that cafe. And and uh, uh, got to give a shout out to uh, uh, Chuck Cairo and John Marconi at Cairo Development because they own both locations. And the former tenant there you know, didn't make it in and they said, do you think you can come up with something to do over there? And I, and I kind of had this Southern idea in the back of my mind, um, for a while. And I felt that was really underrepresented here. And which is very surprising to me. I would think Wichita would be all over Southern food and someone would have done something before now, but, um, and a great story. I mean, you know, I was really kind of nervous when we, a couple of weeks before we opened it because, you know, I was going to have to spend a lot of time over there in, in early mornings. And I'm not really an early morning guy, just to see, you know. And, <laughs> and uh, I had a, a, a guy apply. I'd put an ad out for sous chef here at Napoli because I thought, you know, I'm going to need some, some help over here while I go over there. And, and uh, Chef Brandon Runkle, I interviewed with him. And I, I said, well, where are you from? He's, he's moved here two days ago. He's been the chef on a Mississippi River boat for the last four years. And I thought, thank you, God. <laughs> Saved me some time. Yeah. Great kid, and he's doing a great job. Great. I, I just think that that, you know, with the labor market was, was kind of one of the things that concerned me. And, and so I only I wanted to start out doing brunch and lunch. That's not to say we won't open for, you know, a supper, Saturday suppers or something like that right. in the future or, or even full time. But but I wanted to be able to staff it correctly to begin with and, and see how the labor market goes from there. Right. It's tough right now. Just sure. get good people. So. And you guys have a nice balance already of kind of your brunch food, but also kind of good lunch items too, yeah. which had me trying to figure out which one to get. That um, was that was the the conundrum was trying to ride that line between breakfast and lunch, and and and, and I think Southern re- that concept really tied it together and made yeah. it feasible. So I had the pork belly hash, I believe, is what it is, which was 
very good. <laughs> um, that's a great spot. We do we do private. It's open at night, so we can do private parties. You know, we do retirement parties, wine dinners. It's uh, here at Napoli. I don't have a private room, right? And so when people inquire about a wine dinner or a private event, I don't really have a space. So that kind of gives us another option there too. So you might so, do some Napoli type things at Magnolia. Yeah, we've done an Italian wine dinner over okay. there. Um, you know, if they want Italian food, maybe we'll run it over there through here and, and that sort of thing. So very cool. And now at at Magnolia, you guys make your food from scratch. Is that everything's from scratch and almost everything? Almost everything, almost. and you guys also locally source uh, products where you can too. Tell where us can. a little more about that. Oh, you know some of the herbs, veggies. You know, we got turnip greens from locally from Firefly and, and some other places, and we use what's available. You know, they'll 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 kind of text me every week. Here's what I have. Can I work it in here? Can I do a special with it? That sort of thing. I'm gonna put you a little bit on the spot between me. Uh, at Napoli and at Magnolia Cafe, what is what? What are you getting to eat there? What what what? Do you, tell the people what you, if you had one last meal at each place, what are you eating? Oh, that's that's a tough one. Uh, I'm a big Nashville hot chicken sandwich. Dang thing, it! So I almost got that. That's that's what I got today for lunch, um, and that's what I probably got in the last two or three times I was over there. Okay, um, I'll get it next time. But I love breakfast food because breakfast food is the one thing I don't prepare all the time. Hmm. You know, and so. I tend to gravitate toward breakfast plates, and, and I'm, I'm pretty simple, you know, yeah. a couple good eggs and some potatoes or biscuits and gravy. It's, I love waffles. I got a little sweet tooth, so that's okay. always good. But, good to uh, know. Uh, at Napoli, man, it's, I'm a, again, I'm a pretty simple guy. I don't go too crazy or adventurous. You know, I like chicken parmesan. Our carbonara is great. Our cacio mm. pepe is great. Uh, it just depends on the mood. You sure. Know? I think I had the carbonara last time I was here. Um, my wife loves the, it's, it's basically like, I mean, it's not spaghetti and meatballs, but it's the, Bucatini yeah, I think that's what it is. Is there anything else you'd like to tell our listeners about, um, your restaurants or supporting local or anything we haven't covered today? I don't know. I just want to say thank you for all the support that we have had and, and, and continued support. Uh, we, we certainly appreciate it. You know, my family appreciates it and all of our employees. So. Yeah. Now, we talked a lot about food today, and we've talked a lot about Wichita, but what is your favorite thing to do outside of the restaurant industry in Wichita, if you ever have free time? <laughs> Not a lot of that. <laughs> uh, I just kind of got back into golf a little bit. Okay. Uh, buddy got me back into it. I've only played a couple times in probably 10 years, and so uh, I look forward to anything outside, fishing with the kids. You know, we went and got some fishing poles the other day, and we've been fishing a couple days, and it just I think just time outdoors with family and you know, we, we like to work on our house a lot and landscape and garden and that sort of thing. So like there's it. not a lot of time for it, but, but when we do, we sure get into it. So I like it. All right. And now the toughest question of the day, I'm going to put you again on the spot. <laughs> you're not eating an apple. You're not eating a Magnolia cafe. Where are we finding you eating in Wichita? What's your, some of your favorite restaurants in Wichita? Locally owned. Ooh, locally owned. Ooh. Well, obviously you got the big ones, George's, uh, Newport. I like a lot. Uh, you know, I like uh, Indian food a lot, and so Passage to India, oh, yeah. I, I hit that every you know couple weeks. Uh, Uno Mas for Mexican and tacos. Yeah, you know, we do we do sushi once in a while. Yeah. You know, wasabi. You know, we we try to stay 
close to home. Yeah. You know, I'm surprised we don't run into you guys more often. Yeah. (laughs) Those are all places we eat. So, yeah. All right. Well, thank you for meeting with us today. Uh, Plug us a little bit about, you know, where we can find you websites, social media, stuff like that. Okay. Uh, Napoli Italian Unity's website is www.napoliwichita.com and Magnolia is www.magnoliacafewichita.com okay. you can check out our menu our specials hours of operation so on and so forth well thank you so much it was you know nice and easy right that's easy for me thank okay you. yeah thank you for meeting with me and I will um, probably put a little header and footer on this but that's all I got I appreciate it thank you so much thank you all right, hope you guys enjoyed that episode with Jeremy. We had a really great time, like I said, and just really learned a lot. So I hope you guys go check that out as soon as you can um, and uh, just enjoy some really good eats here in town. If you're looking for us, you can find us on all of your streaming platforms, uh, Spotify, Amazon, Audible, whatever it may be. You will find our podcast. Um, if you're looking for our website, it's 3m6.com. You can find all of our socials at 3M6. You can email us at wichitapodcast at gmail.com if you want us to cover a different restaurant or let us know. Either DM us, just hit us up. If you have a hookup to somebody that we can talk to for the podcast or a blog or whatever it may be. Yeah, we got blogs. We got podcasts. We got some videos. Pick out bros doing their thing, eating a bunch of food. Um, We got a lot of great content coming your way real soon. Special thank you to my sister-in-law, Anna Sophia Henry, for putting together our theme music. She is Anna Sophia Henry on Spotify and all of your other streaming services, and she is at Anna Sophia Music on Instagram. Go check her out. Kansas Skies are out now. That's actually a really good song, especially if you like Wichita. Go check that out, because Kansas Skies, she talks about Kansas. Special thank you also to... Steven, my cousin-in-law, for putting together the graphic for the podcast and doing some blogs for us. And thank you to everyone involved with 3M6. We really do appreciate it. So go check out all of our content. Have a good time and happy eating. And bon appetit, Wichita.